The witches are delighted to introduce you to the second phenomenal female of fall in the series, Brianna Romero, the daughter of tech witch and friend Paul Romero. Hey, wait a minute. I know that guy. Brianna gives us the behind-the-sets lowdown in the world of student filmmaking and casting. Listen in on her last interview before heading to L.A. to intern for ABC slash Disney. Now that's pretty cool. And now, Lisa, Shelley, and Daryl. Welcome, witches. It is time for another episode of Good Witch, Bad Witch, your favorite podcast where we talk about stuff and we do things. I am your good witch, Shelly Majors, and to my left is the man witch, Daryl Brown, and his beautiful bride and my best friend, Lisa Brown. Hi. And Hi. we're talking about things today. Thanks. You are lucky your timing is exquisite because this is a live show. No. No. Mm. You're listening to it somewhere else at a different time. <laughs> it's live for us. It's yeah, live. It yes. is. Yeah. It is. We're you're, live. You're We're listening to live. this in, in October. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But uh, we've got a lot going on. We have, um, we're continuing this series, The Phenomenal Females of Fall. I changed the, it. The triple F. She did. Lisa is uh, just going with the flow lately. It's really um, something to see. And I'm very <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> um, I, I don't usually like change, <laughs> but I figured... The phenomenal, phenomenal women of fall uh-huh. had a W in it, but yes. then phenomenal females of fall sounded better. I, yes. I, I think it. you're just stepping on my action. I think so. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Phenomenal females Stop. of fall. We have quite a phenomenal female of fall with us today. Um, our tech witch. Uh, what's his name? Your best friend, Paul Romero. That's P.A. Romero. Is bringing his exceptional daughter, uh, Brie Romero. And I'm very excited to meet her. You guys know her. I haven't really met her. And I'm super excited about it. But before we get there, we wanted, by popular demand, to tell you guys all about the Duran Duran concert. Yes. And I also (laughs) wanted to tell you something completely unrelated. Um, One thing that I really like about Brian is that he shops for tires for me. I don't have to do that. That's a really boring job. I just got a text. I, I keep found my tires. Oh, my there you tires. go. Yeah. So it's just as sexy as it sounds, guys. Yeah. Yeah. This is the the part Daryl got me. tires for me I yesterday. Got yesterday, I got brand new tires yesterday. No way. Yeah, we're, we're tired twins. Yeah. Great yeah. Romeos think alike. We're so um, tired. <laughs> isn't your car new though? Uh, it's a year old, and I drive it to hell. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's and, true. and so the stock tires. Um, you want to replace them after like 15,000 miles. So I'm at 16, and we're going to get something nicer. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Um, I'm going to Discount Tires. Thank you for asking. Okay. It only gets sexier from here, guys. Right. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, <laughs> this I, is so interesting. I went to uh, Schwab. Schwab. Oh. And they beat Discount Tires by almost $200. Oh wow, yeah. that's good to know. I, and need, I can and they shop even around. had to give me an upgrade because they didn't have two uh, four of my tires. I so thought that goes, Schwab delivered the ice cream to your house. That's Schwan. Schwan. Oh. Stop staring at me, Schwan. <laughs> okay, okay, well, really close. Uh, <laughs> and segue. Hey, remember that time we went to Duran Duran yes, because you okay, wanted to yeah, go so yeah. badly for a year? Yeah, yeah that so Lisa whined on this podcast forever, and we <laughs> finally somebody bought us we, tickets. We got her yeah. there, and yes. uh, it happened. Yes, it was a great, great night. Oh my! Although I started the night out with a big head gasher you sure well, did let me can i tell my Wait, version of this you this go tell us your Girl. version of events okay. words so let's start out with the fact that i okay if you listen to this podcast and you listen all the time you know how bad i wanted to go to this you know how much it meant to me i didn't care if i was in the parking lot or whatever but once we got tickets i kind of cared a little bit more about where i was going to be <laughs> seated so i took the whole day off work to get myself ready to go to the concert 
That being said, I thought that we would leave early because of that, because that's what I had in my head. I guess I should have um, reiterated that to everyone else. So my husband made a eye doctor's appointment at two o'clock <laughs> and I was like, you know, we're going to Duran Duran that day. And he's like, yeah, so, and I was like, Hmm. Okay. And so anyways, I, I need to interrupt here. Yes. I, I know it doesn't work well on an audio medium, but, and you were clarifying and being very articulate, but did you really say it with your teeth ground together? Kind of like, <laughs> oh, what time is your doctor's appointment? I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, just like that. All right. And then Shelly's like, I get off at three, and Daryl's like, I'll be back by three. And so when they both arrived at three thirty, um, we left, and then they wanted to go to dinner. Wanted so then we went suckles. to dinner, <laughs> which made us even even later. later. Mm-hmm. So then we got to the parking lot, and when we got to the parking lot, they wanted to pregame. <laughs> which made yeah. us even later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was having a meltdown in my own little head, but they didn't know because I didn't. I was like, Baker's can't be choosers, and I'm not going to complain. You know what I got to say to that? Mm-hmm. Hey, Debbie, you could have went in without us, babe. <laughs> well, well, well actually, she couldn't have. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's true, because you had tic- you yep. the tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but this all comes into play. Okay. So... We had asked if we could park up at the top because I didn't want to walk from the bottom to the top. Um, The guy said, oh, yeah, go this way. We went that way, and we parked at the bottom. So then there was that. And stuff. although they have a new entrance now that has, like, a ramp as opposed to all those stairs. Uh And we were in line, and since we were later, we were in line with a lot of people, so it was slower Mm -hmm. going up, which actually made me catch my breath, and that was fine. Right. We didn't have to fake pretend we were fit. Right. So, we get in there, and we, I don't know, again, whoever decided to put Shelly and Daryl in charge of being, of where we're going to walk, but they walk from where we're at completely to the other complete side of Red Rocks Rocks and stuff. So, they go over there and then stop and decide. You know what it was? Yes. We smelt beer over there. Exactly. And I think that's where Mike was. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, they they stopped and then they were getting beer. And now, at this point, I see the, because we have general admission and I see the place completely filling up. And I am like, I'm going to kill both of them right now and stuff. How do I mask this with like not looking irritated and also getting away with true crime (laughs) and stuff? So I say, I'm going to go find us seats. You guys get your beers, do what you want to do. So I start walking up. So while I'm walking up, I come to realize that if we want to sit in a seat, we're going to have to completely, totally go to the very top, go to the top and then go to the complete other side. Because another, another interruption. Yes. For those of you listening in Vietnam or anywhere but Colorado, mm-hmm. um, they played at Red Rocks Amphitheater, which is internationally famous, but please look online for pictures because that it all makes sense. We're yeah. outside, it's very steep, it's hard We're at altitude, it's, you know, what, six miles above land. And I'm not in any kind of shape for this. Nobody is. Right. No, not even the best shaped people do perfectly well. Exactly. At Red Rocks. It was bearing explanation. Thank you for letting me interrupt. Yeah, no, of course. So we get, I get to right where the line is cut off to where the general admission is and stuff. And I'm standing there assessing what I want to do at this point. And so I'm looking around and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die going up those. And I don't want to sit up that high. 
So I look to my left or my right, Your depending left, yeah. on when yeah. I, where I was standing. And on the side of the stairs at Red Rocks, there's like these trees and like these platforms and people were sitting there. So I'm like, screw it, we're sitting here. And so at that point, and we're right where general admission starts. Mm -hmm. So Shelly and Daryl had come up, and I told Shelly, I said, we're sitting right here. And she said, can we? And I said, we can until they tell us we can't. Yeah. And um, she said, and she's like, okay, let's do this. So in order to sit there, though, we had to, like, go underneath this tree to sit on this, like, platform thing. Yeah, yeah. like a ledge. It was a ledge, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So me and Shelly go under the tree and we sit and it's great. Daryl gracefully and like ladies. Yes. Agile like gazelles. Yes. Daryl goes under and a shank <laughs> from yes. the and tree. Pictures of this shank. Yes. yes. We actually have already put them online if you guys haven't seen it, but if so we'll do it again. Or if not. Anyways, the shank hits him at the beginning of his head and completely guts his head from the top, the, the, the mm -hmm. front of his head to the back of his head, yeah. splits his he head wide open. Like a grapefruit. So I immediately start crying um, because it's my fault because I made him go under the tree. That's your fault. And I'm like, you need to go to the medic or you need to go to get stitches. And he's like, I'm fine. And he dips well, his... good thing I got my wing lady here. Because I'm down below and mm -hmm. Lisa's looking at me and I'm looking at Shelly. Shelly's going, Shelly's like, you're fine. You're, you're fine. fine. No, yeah. I, I mostly didn't want either one of you to freak out. And we were actually just talking about your head wound this morning, Brian and I. And uh, I was really proud of you. You didn't act like a no, little I, bitch. I went like He's that. Like, oh, I'll just walk it off. I went down. I yeah. grabbed a couple of napkins from this beer lady, came yeah. back up, dipped it in my beer, uh, tapped the top of my like head. Like a man. You rub some dirt on it. Yeah, it's rock and roll, people. That's right. Your man, which is not no man <laughs> bitch. Shelly has a picture of me crying because she's. that's how, you know... She she yeah. documents things. She's like, here's Lisa being oh, worried. Click. And then Daryl's like, what do you mean? He's like, what? I was like, you have to go to the emergency room. He's like, you want to go to the emergency? I'm, I'm like, no, you not have me. To go. You yeah. need to go to the yeah, What I are you talking yeah. about? So, yeah. So that's well, now, how it started out. Everybody's like, so did you tell some authorities there? Something you probably could have got something out of it. I'm like, it was nothing, man. I'm not. Rock and roll. I'm I not wanted one of those to tell somebody that, you know, so you could have got better seats. But yeah. Whatever. There was no seats to be had better. Yeah. Exactly. So, okay. The concert was amazing. Let's just say yes, that. Every, oh, they saw, sang every song I wanted them mm -hmm. to. No songs I didn't want them to. No obscure songs. It, it was, was just, the best set list of all time. It was amazing. Yes. So, at the end, towards the end of the concert... Yes, go ahead. No, I'll, I'll add to this in. Okay. So, towards the end of the concert, we're sitting on the ledge, mm -hmm. and my legs are asleep. I think Shelly said her legs are asleep. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not in great shape, and Shelly has really bad knees. Mm -hmm. We're well, dangling. We're dangling, and I look at Shelly, and I say... How are Just we getting down? Scoot. And she said, I don't know. I didn't think of that. And I w we couldn't jump because it was too far. We had a broken ankle. And they couldn't roll because it had rain. Yeah, because <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to roll backwards. And Daryl's like, you're going to get really muddy if you roll backwards. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, how the hell are we going to get off this ledge? So I was like, if we can get those people to move, we can just scoot. Yeah. And so they finally moved. We scooted. We got down. There's like, I would say, six songs left. Mm -hmm. So now we're standing and I look at Shelly and I'm like, she kind of goes, well, we can still, like, if we start walking down, we can still hear, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Okay, fine. So, again, I don't know who decided to let Shelly and Daryl be the um, people that are in the front, but we did. And we, they start walking, and all of a sudden, we're, like, as far down, like, we're fifth row. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, motherfucker. 
I'm like, we have to walk up another 15 rows <laughs> to get to where you walk across to get out. To get mm -hmm. out, yeah. So we walked too far down mm -hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'm so done with walking with this whole thing. And why are we standing here? Well, while I'm in my head having like yelling at them, but not yelling at them out, outside of my head, mm -hmm. the people in the fifth row decided they to decide leave. They decided they're leaving. <laughs> so they move and we ducked in. We ducked into their seats and got to see the last six songs from the fifth row. Amazing. It yeah. was Sweet prayer. Real. All of it. Oh, yes. my, all the best songs. <laughs> oh, my God. I got the best video. Yep. I'm crying. It was God's. So. What, so I sound like that. So I see, was we being... made the good decision there. Totally. We, we, yeah. yeah. Right. So sometimes when you're irritated with your friends in your head, they make the right decisions, and that's a good idea that you didn't say anything. Yes. Yeah. So there's yeah. everything that she just said. Yeah. Um, and you, I want to hear your version, and well, I'm going to throw in a couple things. Well, my thing too. I wanted to say is I learned that this one cat named Nile Rogers, he <laughs> Holy is moly. he's done everything except meet God. Oh yeah. I, I mean, he's produced for everybody, and I have number one hits with this. He was name dropping, but not only did he just say it once. He made sure he said it again. Uh -huh. He's yeah. wonderful, and he'll be the first to tell you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like that guy, I, I, I wish he would hold his guitar because he keeps patting himself on the back <laughs> like this. And it, all Who brought the bug? I did. Yes, I'm not Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, it was killing me. But yeah, no, the uh, yeah. I was you know even after the head wound and everything, like I said, I'm not missing this. This is great. I'm gonna get in. Uh, Duran Duran. I had been to a show a couple weeks or week that Saturday before, yeah. seeing all these heavy metal bands, and I'm like, "How is it that I can go to all this? There's a mosh pit and everything. I come out of that concert unscathed, totally fine. I go to see a nice, <laughs> calm Duran Duran concert. I get this gash in my head, and then remember that I fell because I was dicking around. Yep, I was dancing. Sixty year old. So then I, then I fell, <laughs> scraped up my fell knee. Down the stairs. Yeah, and so then I'm like, God, this is just looking great for me on this the Duran Duran concert. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I'm. I mean, they were everything you'd ever want them to be. It so, was, so good. And he sounded, seriously, I've heard him on like uh, the Today Show and stuff, and he wasn't that that great. He was so crisp, and everything was just, I mean... They was all phenomenal. were on top of their game. It was actually pretty <laughs> funny, though. We were, when we were sitting down really close, and we got to see them close up, Shelly, uh, it was actually the first time that me and Shelly got to sit next to each other, because Daryl was between us when we were on the ledge. I make those decisions. And uh, <laughs> she looked at me, and she goes... Does John Taylor kind of look like Celine Dion now? <laughs> and um, he's very thin. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, kind of, and <laughs> stuff. And, and then she goes, she goes, yeah. And does does Nick Rhodes kind of look like Martin Short? <laughs> and I was like, actually, he kind of does. Yeah, like and in, so. In a and I go, but way. you know what? Simon Lebon's still really hot. Yeah. And uh, Shelly goes, that's because he looks just like Daryl. That's why you think he. <laughs> she goes, that's why you See think he's cute. Yeah. yeah. They have the same, same shaped head. head. Yeah, <laughs> they do. <laughs> But really he didn't have do. a dash in his blood that was coming down his face was so sexy. Well, he's wearing a hockey jersey, so that's true. Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, that, that shell's like, okay, I what see it now. What was the name of the uh, British young opening act that was so good? After uh, Niles and after um, Chick. Chick. Um, chick. But, uh, is it Chick or Chick? I think chic. it's Chic. It's Chic. Freak out. Chic. To chic. chic. Freak out. The guys between it them was the and still. They were wonderful. They were amazing. And I didn't even know, like, I didn't know that I knew their songs, but yeah. I knew I did know their songs. And they were they were phenomenal. The whole so thing. Good. Everybody was good, yeah. It was just great. Niles so. was the best, though. Now, he will tell you that he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's probably so like, I don't, know why, I don't know why Duran Duran is not opening for me. Right. Oh, yeah. They were so great. I, I just thought. Um, you know they were babies when they got famous they were yeah. 19 mm -hmm. so maybe five years older than us mm -hmm. but they really do look great I, yeah. I mean but yeah. so does Celine Dion and Martin <laughs> <laughs> well, 
That was fantastic. So does Daryl. Yeah. But uh, so I did take a departure from you guys for about an hour oh, yeah. to go get a shirt. Oh, I'm, that's right. Somebody just posted the other day, what was the last concert shirt you bought? And I'm like, that's the only concert shirt I ever remember <laughs> buying. And I had to do it. I'm like, Duran Duran at Red Rocks. And they had some really cute ones. Yeah. So I stood in line to do that. And that was the only time it rained, which was mm-hmm. fine. I wasn't watching the show and it wasn't cold. Mm-hmm. She it was came just, back to me and Lisa were so like, Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was fine. But um, <laughs> it was fun talking to, to people. And it was the first time I'd ever been to Red Rocks where because normally we're like running down to be at the front row and you know nailing people and trying to Get catch drumsticks, drumsticks and yeah. whatever and nailing people that's you know <laughs> yeah no hey, you. <laughs> making out with strangers or what have yeah. you drinking um loogie drinks that was last year that, right yeah loogie drinks. But, uh, yeah that's another yeah. story but yeah. um what was cool about it is everybody was kind of our age and older mm-hmm. and there were some multi-generational things but everybody was struggling up the stairs and being really helpful mm-hmm. yeah they're like hey granny can i help you it's like yeah granny you can yeah, right? <laughs> yeah it was yeah. really sweet i thought it was a very polite crowd and that's a good show yeah. my only complaint um aside from daryl injuring his head <laughs> and lisa being quietly angry the whole time <laughs> is that uh they really should make shows for old people start earlier <laughs> Everybody was like, golly, I'm real tired. <laughs> but we had a full moon behind the clouds. And it was all we got, we it got, was a great experience. We all got some super yeah. cool pictures, too. Yeah. 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 And it was kind of funny because then we were coming down the mountain on this slope. And this poor little girl, she well, she was probably in her 20s, wouldn't you say, that little gal? Yeah, 20s and she, 30s. she was freaking out because she was scared of heights. And she, so she's walking. Well, she's got her mom. She's holding on to her mom. She goes, are you okay? She goes, if I could just have one more arm to hold on to, mm. you know, I would feel better. I go, well, grab on, girl. I said, we're going the same direction. And she goes, are you sure? That's not your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Put that down there. That's horrible. That's Terrible. my baby arm. No, yeah. with no thumbs. But, uh... <laughs> But yeah, no, so that was cute. And her mom was so appreciative. You know, we got down and she's like, oh gosh, thank you. And I'm like, yeah, you know. Yeah, and just one last thing. I did see a guy who looked like he was our age or maybe older and he had purple hair. And I told my (laughs) husband and my best friend, I said, I just saw my future. And um, do I look that ridiculous because my hair is purple and he looked ridiculous? And am I I ridiculous? Should I stop this whole shenanigan? And they said that I looked fine and that it was great. Well, and then um, Daryl was so cute because he goes, that lady right there just told, stop to me and said i love your wife's hair oh which i thought would have been well, funny if he would have said my wife's here <laughs> I, 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 yeah. my wife's here shit where at? that would have been good but, uh no i think it looks appropriate on you and it looks fine. i think if if i'm thinking of the same fella it looked weird on him because he was wearing like a polo and some cargo shorts he, and he had like white hair with yeah. the like, purple underneath with, or purple it was, on top. Yeah. yeah just purple on top and yeah. it was like yeah. on his gray it was like his granddaughter spray painted it for halloween yes. early yeah, or something yeah. yeah hey papo you gotta go with this <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh my goodness. But anyways, it was really fun. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to the anonymous person who got me the tickets and got us the tickets. So thank you, thank and you. And thank you for getting me a ticket. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> Dorandra. So amazing. We will be back fle- fle- with fle- yes, <laughs> our <laughs> phenomenal female of fall for Woo! September, which doesn't rhyme at all. Where 
office boy or young mechanic can be a panic with just a good looking pan and any barmaid can be a star maid if she dances with or without a fan hooray for You're terrific if you're even good Where anyone at all from TV's lassie To Monroe's chassis Is equally understood Go out and try your luck You might be Donald Duck Hooray for Hollywood all right, guys, we're back. We got our guest in here with her papa, uh, Miss Brianna Romero, uh, otherwise known as my favorite niece, and her uh, father, my best friend and criminal and cohort for the last uh, 50-some years, uh, Mr. Paul Romero. He's also our tech witch, Woo! people. So that's uh, this is kind of like a non fun family affair, but uh, we're going to go ahead and have Paul introduce his daughter. <laughs> So and my, he's already crying. <laughs> I'm going to try not to shed a tear, mm -hmm. but I'm certainly very, very proud of this young lady. There's nothing that gives me more great joy than introducing uh, my daughter. Um, uh, I'm going to go take my notes because this will help me keep a little bit of concentration off the tears and off of my daughter's beautiful face, who's going to shed a tear, I'm sure. So it gives me great pride to sit in the studio to introduce to our audience, Good Witch, Bad Witch family, uh, my remarkable and brilliant daughter, who in just 22 years has achieved remarkable milestones that make me so overwhelmed with pride. You're 22, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. From her high school val valedictorian honors to her recent college graduation from Savannah College of Art and Design, of course, with honors, mm -hmm. uh, her journey Four has... <laughs> yes, yeah, that. toss that in there. <laughs> What's that? What? 4.0 GPA? Oh, yeah. 4. There you go. 4.0 with honors. 4.0. Scandalous. Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, Smartness. Her, her journey has, has been nothing short of inspiring. And it's only just begun. I've always known that my little girl would do remarkable things. From the time she was four, not being able to log into the internet and, and navigate her way to her favorite internet channel www.disney.com was her favorite <laughs> and how ironic we'll get to that story of course later uh i knew then she was in she was trouble just kidding uh, she picked up books and read them to, to to herself from as far back as i can remember she was a bookworm and i didn't even know she could read <laughs> such at early age she probably mm -hmm. was reading at three four four years old she wow. was just remarkable uh, I was like, Bud, Bud Light? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> then, then, yeah, I've yeah. heard of Buzz Lightyear Pops, but what's Bud Light? <laughs> Bud Light. Why is it G silent? <laughs> her amazing singing and dancing performances in her middle school talent shows and plays always made me so proud. She was such a talent on the stage. Mm -hmm. And come her high school career, her high school musicals were always a big hit where not only did she perform, 
but took on many behind-the-scene roles in some of those plays, including assistant director. Whoa, cool. Yeah, she's pretty great. She's pretty great. So it gives me great pride in celebrating and sharing with y'all our Good Witch, Bad Witch family, her extraordinary accomplishments, and her bright future that await her on her next exciting journey. Ladies and gentlemen, Brianna Romero. All right. Yay! So we just heard that really, really heartfelt um, intro from Paul, and that's amazing. But I'd like to tell my story about the first time that I, not the first time, this sounds, well, it was actually the first ever trip that Brianne went to outside being with her parents. parents and stuff. So the first time she ever went anywhere when her parents were not with her, she wanted to go somewhere with me, which makes me very, very honored, especially from a six or seven year old. I can't remember how old. Were you, do you think you were six or seven? I think she was somewhere six. Somewhere in yeah. there. Maybe yeah. six. Yeah. Six from, yeah. yeah. And um, she was very attached to her parents and <laughs> just kind of, uh, you know, a mom and daddy's girl. But she wanted me to do her nails. So I picked her up and it was just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And we went to the salon and I did her nails and she wanted. Um, each one of her fingers and each one of her toes a different color. And my kids were really, really mad because they were like, you never let us do <laughs> And stuff. And they were like, I cannot believe you did that for her. And I was like, hey, you know, you Once again. shut up and sit down. No, it, just kidding. But um, yeah, and the funniest part of the whole thing was she didn't cry. She was really, really happy the whole time. She didn't miss her parents. She loved being with her Auntie Lisa and stuff. But I thought that it would make a wonderful day if we went and got ice cream in Old Town Arvada and stuff. So we walked over to the ice cream shop and I got her an ice cream cone and I got me an ice cream cone and we went to the park and we were sitting there and she just sat and held it <laughs> while it um, melted all down her arm. And I was very confused by that because I'm like... <laughs> Eat Kid, your you ice gotta cream. Eat this. <laughs> right. And she didn't know how to lick an ice cream cone. Oh. Yeah. Paul. So, right. Paul. Right. You are a terrible person. She didn't eat bad. I mean, look at no. her. She's only I know, three tiny pounds. Tims. I know. I don't think they I mean, even had soda in their house when no, we were younger. No, she did they? always drank water. She uh -huh. never drank soda. She didn't eat a lot of sweets or anything. So she just, it wasn't a thing. Yeah. It's like, and what so, is this? Right. So I'm like. Liquor and like liquor. She was showing her Lisa. Like, like, How you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm like, and she's like, I and I swear I've never seen a stickier kid in my life. And um, so I towed her to the top of the car and oh uh, made her sit on the outside on the way home. No, um, but yeah, it was it was, and she actually I think went to her the first movie she ever went to without her parents with me. Mm -hmm. awesome. I took her to see High School Musical. <laughs> Auntie Lisa. Yeah, and we're gonna, and we're gonna we go. do a little um, part from that right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna break into music. We're gonna break into song. So that was, that was my, um, those are my two, two of my favorite memories with Brianna. Um, I remember I, uh, you telling me that story. Really? I didn't know that that was this kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I just remember me and Paul had uh, not seen each other for 30-some years, you know, so we reconnected and everything, and he introduced me to his family and stuff. Well, we got to where we were hanging out every weekend, and we were doing the uh, uh, Guitar Hero stuff, you know? Rock band, well, rock band. Rock, yeah. rock band, yeah. And I didn't know, but, you know, here's Bree. She could play a little bit, you know, play the guitar. So then she gets up and sings, and here's this little gal. She's just a little thing. Paul has to readjust them. 
and she gets up and belts out a song and I'm <laughs> like whoa this is great this is incredible she goes okay now I'm gonna I want to play the drums <laughs> she could do it all she, she can did, she could do it all and then she'd be like I think I'm gonna go to bed <laughs> but no she's she's just an amazing amazing kid and you know the thing that makes me the most proud is this kid like I said I've known her since she was six elementary school she had to be here she had to be the best Junior high, I want to be the best. I, she never wanted to, you know, she was not a slacker in any shape or form. Gets to high school, valedictorian, you know, blows it out of the water. Gets out of high school, gets, you know, she's working this and everything. Goes to college, you know, takes off, goes out of the state, which she hadn't done, you know, without her parents or anything. Goes out of state, goes to college, knocks it out of the park. I mean, there's not a lot of kids these days. I mean, I'm not saying kids are lazy, but kids are lazy. There's a lot of kids, that, you know, once they graduate, they just kind of couch surf for the first year that they're out of school. This and that. First year? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, seriously, yeah. 30s. First few years, yeah. And I mean, they don't even, they, you know, I'll just go get a job at Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. You know, something like that. Not this girl. She's a go-getter, and she knows what she wants, and she, she, she has her blinders on. Nothing distracts her. She looks forward. With yes. everything that's happening and you just make me so proud honey oh. i'm getting a little <laughs> well yeah i mean you go from the kid who couldn't eat an ice cream <laughs> and stuff to getting you know a bunch of scholarships for the um the college that she went to and a lot of times and this is another thing and i will let you talk at some point but um <laughs> the other thing is is that a lot of kids do go to college and then decide that they're not going to go into that field at all yeah right. and stuff so the fact that you love and you decided to do what you love you didn't just be like oh, i'm going to do communications you know mm -hmm. you know or whatever <laughs> and stuff you knew a field you knew exactly what you wanted to hone in that field and you're working in that industry. So th that brings us to, um, I'd like to ask you exactly, um, I, w I would like you to tell us what exactly you went to college for and how that has helped you um, to get you where you are now going in a couple weeks or a week or so, when is it a week? Um, what day is it? It's 13th? Yeah. I leave on the 18th. Oh my wow. gosh. Next Monday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about college. Um, so I went to the Savannah College of Art and Design in Savannah, Georgia. Love Savannah. I miss it very much. Uh, they just started school this week, so oh. I'm sad. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I majored in film and television, and I had a minor in casting. Um, casting meaning, like, the casting directors who cast people in movies and tv shows nice. um and during my time at scad the main reason why i applied to scad was because they have their own casting office um and i was like what that's awesome and they had a minor to it so my sophomore year of college kind of got wonky because of covid mm -hmm. so i came home for a couple quarters and then my spring quarter I was like I can't do this anymore I cannot be in Colorado anymore I want to go back to Savannah where my college is where my friends are and so I applied to the SCAD casting office and I got in and then so I worked there that spring quarter and then I worked there through junior year and then uh senior year I was the head of office what, meaning well, what like exactly what did you do for them oh okay so the SCAD casting office helps cast, like, all of our films okay. uh, at SCAD. So we have a performing arts department, so you can 
we can work with you and we can get those kids cast in your films, in your senior thesis films. Okay. Um, and so when I became head of office, um, Savannah really started to become really popular for films to start their filming in um, because Georgia is a really great state to like not tax films or t TV oh, shows wow. that are filming. Nice. So a lot of places started to film in Savannah, and so we would also collaborate with like directors and casting directors to get SCAD kids, SCAD performing art students, on their films. Okay. And they were like, we really want to use local talent, and like these kids are really talented. So I'd put them on tape, I'd send the emails, I'd do all these things. We we cast a bunch of kiddos in um, Clint Eastwood's upcoming film Juror Number Two, which is mm -hmm. awesome, which mm -hmm. unfortunately has stopped filming because of the strikes. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm really excited for that to come out. And there's a new film called May December that's coming out this year. There's going to be a lot of SCAD kiddos in that one, too, working in front of the camera and behind the camera. Um, so, yeah, during my time at SCAD, I really, really dove headfirst into the world of casting. Was that something that you got paid for? Or was no. that you got credits for it, though? So working at the SCAD casting office, I did get a scholarship. Okay. Um, but m me, myself, I independently cast over 40 student films during my time at SCAD. Wow. Awesome. Um, so there's, there's student films made by our film majors that need actors. And it's really hard to find actors if you don't have a casting director. So right. I kind of stepped up and I was like, I'm going to be a casting director mm -hmm. at this school. Like, that's what I'm going to be known for. Mm -hmm. um, and so I cast so many student films. Um, and I just, I really, really, really loved working with the directors who were so often my friends and then working with the actors and just seeing like all the different kinds of people that would come in and audition for me. So that, that's a, so that's where my question is. When you're casting somebody, do they always audition or do you also have people in the back of your mind where you're like, this person would be awesome for this? And then you call them yeah, and say... Yeah, people you've seen in the past. So yeah. both? Yeah, absolutely okay. both. Um, at SCAD, we have so many talented performing arts majors, um, and so many of them were my friends. Right. So when a director would come to me and they'd be like, this is my script, these are the characters, I'd be like, you want to know who'd be perfect for this? Nice. This person, oh, yeah. you know. Okay. And they're like, yeah, that's so true. So I'd have them audition, but a lot of the times um, we'd also have like older or younger characters in these scripts, and we don't have, you know... Eight Seniors or right. yeah, yeah, exactly. 12-year-old yeah. kids at SCAD. Well, you right. got those one, I'm, I'm still a sophomore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Another rendition of the Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I would also contact people from Atlanta, from Florida, from North Carolina, and be like, hey, like we're doing this awesome student film. Because it is a student film, we cannot afford to pay you what you so very much deserve. Mm -hmm. But like we would love to have you in this. It's a great opportunity to get uh, your video up. for yeah. your reels to get practice. Nice. Um, like, would you love to be in it? Would you like to be in it? Would you like to audition for me? And they'd be like, yeah. So I had, I've worked with a lot of older people and a lot of younger people from like all over the Southeast, which has been really, really awesome. And it, it warms my heart knowing how many people want to be a part of these student projects. Oh, that's cool. Um, so that was really, really fun too. So as a casting director, my, um, when I'm, I'm so bad at trying to get articulate what I'm trying to say. 
who makes the final decision on who goes into the film? Is it you or the director of the film? It'll be the director so and the producer. So you give them the idea. You say, I think this, 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 and this. And then they take that and just kind of run with it. And yes. see, okay. And they're like, that yep. was a good idea, but we think that. this person would be yeah. a little bit better. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I'll put together like all the lists and I'll gather all the auditions. And a lot of times the director or the producer will have ideas okay. or of who they want to call in. And I'll call those people in, of course. And then I... I put together the whole audition sheets and I write down my notes and I'm like, these people are really great. Like, I think you should think about this when you watch their audition tape. So it definitely is final choice is director and producer, mm -hmm. but the casting directors play a huge role in being like, in convincing them. Right. Okay. Yeah. And being like, Has there ever been somebody that you changed the director's mind? Where they were, they were pretty. Set like, nah, I'm not sure that's the one. It's on a good somebody question. and you wanted somebody else. That is a good question. I don't. I've never had a. Uh, no, I've, okay. that's never happened. Um, <laughs> it's I still early. So in the <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think we're we're students. We were students. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so many of them were my friends. Right. And and I think a lot of them respected what I did and and I built a name for myself. And so a lot of the times they'd be like, Yeah, that's a good choice. Or like. If they preferred one person over maybe a person that I preferred, I I understood them, and yeah. I was like, that makes sense. I yeah. know I know I why you're saying now. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm like, cool. none of them are bad choices. So you did that through your junior year, you said. So, um, junior year, I worked in the casting office, and then throughout my whole SCAD career, I over I cast over forty student films okay. by myself. Awesome. Um, I also obviously I helped in the SCAD casting office, and we. We cast films, and we helped cast professional films shooting in the area, but independently, myself, I cast over 40 student films there. Wow. With some, like, my best friends, um, which was so much fun, and I, I can't wait to start doing it again. Well, I can't wait to see some of this stuff, though. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I have a, um, a lot of my friends have student films um, that are... That was me. Sorry, folks. It's always me. Boo. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> a lot of my friends, their student films are in the festival circuit right now. Okay. Um, but a lot of them I cast, and I'm really, really excited. So once they come out of the festival circuit to share with my friends and my family. Nice. Yeah, like let us know. The stories that they have created. So there's some rules with the, with that with the, the festival mm -hmm. work that you can't show your films anywhere to the public until it's in that in that circle of uh, film festivals. Yeah. Right? Wow. It. And That's I think cool. I'll just take a step back real quick, if you all can, I'm sure you guys can hear me, is that, you know, the, the impact it would make if you, you cast this whole movie and none of the actors worked, if none, if they all sucked, you, it, the impact to the to production would, would you know you have to start all over again. Obviously, and the, yeah. and the impact to production time. It's so you don't you mm -hmm. want to try to nail it in your first casting. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. budget-wise, changed budgets. It can, yep. it well, that's what they did budget. with Back to the Future. I was just going to say that. Oh, yeah. you know, who they, was yes. originally in uh, Back to the Future? Mask. Rocky didn't. No, oh, Eric, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Yeah, they he almost was, did the whole film. They were almost Whoa. done with it, uh -huh. and then they're like, mm, "This just isn't not working." There you go. I'll be darned. So Michael J. Yeah, Michael J. Fox had to come in. And he knocked it out. I mean, they, they were so yeah. surprised. I mean, how, but I mean, to, to get it so they could still have the same release time, he yeah. came in and redid all those scenes wow. that fast. Yeah. And they're uh, like, so. Leah Thompson just wanted to have sex with everybody. She's just yeah. like, bring it on. Uh, question for the young lady um, Did you ever, since they were students, there probably weren't as many Hollywood type egos, but did you no. ever um, cast? <laughs> well, and then I guess that's my question. When you were 
um, casting people, did some people were like, oh, I'm a sure thing for the lead or whatever. And you're like, well, I see you kind of as the, the comic best friend or whatever. Did it Was it hard dealing with those kind of egos? Yes. Um, it, I definitely did run into those people who had egos yeah. and who thought, they were too good for student films. Oh. Um, or, oh. Yeah, too good to be just the supporting role. Right. Um, which, they were great, for sure. But maybe um, not for that part. Yeah, and, and it was just, um, a lot of the times I had to be like, you you do realize, like, we're all in this together. Like, this is going to benefit you as much as it's going to ben- benefit right. us. Right, yeah. Right. Um, and also, a lot of the times, some of the older people I would have to cast, or... <laughs> Or the kids' parents I would have oh, to work with, go, yeah. they would kind of be like, why does my son only have three lines? Stage mm-hmm. And I'm like, I sent you the script. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Did> you, <laughs> not? you accepted it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, a majority of people were always really, really lovely to work with. And, and once kind of those red flags were raised, I was like, oh, well, I won't ask you to audition for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm sure that's part of the learning process for you and stuff is to know you know oh goodness we sit there and say not to hit things and then i hit with my hand anyways um we sit there and you know you sit and say you know those are the red flags i totally lost my but like if they're difficult to audition then they're probably difficult to work with Mm -hmm. like if i don't if i have to explain it to you here at the beginning i don't want to spend the next six months with you yeah exactly so i uh i got a little question i was wondering okay so like i said since i've known you you've always been active in this type of field and everything where did that come from? Did your father have any kind of uh, influence on that? or? Uh... Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I blame it all on my dad. No, <laughs> um, no I, I think from when I was a little girl, I always, always had the camera around me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was, I still do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I loved being the center of attention. Right. Um, and I was always just really interested. I think as I grew older, I was interested in the behind the scenes. Yeah, type and, stuff. and yeah. what my dad does. And and I remember he would take me to work, and I'd be so fascinated and also so confused as to what was happening. Yeah. Um, I remember one video that he made with me. I I went back to school shopping at like J.C. Penney or something, <laughs> and he let me edit the whole thing. It was like a fashion show. Okay. I, I recorded myself, Shoot. and I, I put on a fashion show. I think I just was alone in the basement, <laughs> and my dad gave me the camera and was like, here. Here, go play. Your like, first film. And I like played Lady Gaga, or a Lady Gaga song in the background. Oh, do we he, have that video call? I, I, it's on YouTube. I don't think we it is on YouTube? Oh, but man. You know, no, there's, there are some on YouTube for sure. Yeah, I've seen some of your, your younger ones. You, yeah, you know, some, some people give them Play-Doh. I gave her a camera. Yeah, no, and, look, and a computer. <laughs> look what it got gotcha. you. That's right. right. So I, I definitely think he is to blame <laughs> for that. But I, I mean, I don't know the origin story. <laughs> Of me being in plays or anything, I don't know if I think maybe I just wanted to do that you, myself. Of course, you wanted to. You, you were ambitious like, oh. enough to get on that stage and perform. The stage. You it so many people it. get that's, to watch. That's the story. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Look at there. There's all my family right in the front um, row. <laughs> so I was definitely fascinated with being in front of the camera, and then I was also fascinated with what he did behind the camera, and so 
once I got to high school, once I was maybe a sophomore in high school, I was like, I don't know if I want to be an actor anymore. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of dedication. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was really, really lucky. My high school theater director, Andre Rodriguez, he was like, well, why don't you check out casting? And I was like, what the heck is that? Um, and he was like, it's like the best of both worlds. And mm-hmm. I was really, really lucky to get an internship with a, a small casting company here in Denver, Colorado. Their name is Hamilton casting and I I just sat in the waiting room and I checked in actors and I interacted with actors and I picked up food from Panera. Nice. Wow. Gotta start somewhere. That was was my first introduction to to (laughs) casting but yeah. Um, At the school that you went to, SCAD, Mm -hmm. um, which is also a great insult to somebody I'm sure. Um, Not a Chad but a SCAD. But did you find that you got to see uh, all these other roles that you might be interested in? Like, would you be interested in directing someday? Absolutely. Um, so, as a film and television major, we had to make a senior thesis to graduate. Um, you either could direct a senior thesis, you could produce a senior thesis, you could edit three senior theses, or you could be the director of photography for three senior theses. Cool. That's a lot of... When I went to SCAD, I always knew that I wanted to explore the director path as well. And I, I did explore some of the producing path as well at SCAD, but that's Not a lot that of work. I've, okay, so n- let me interrupt you. I've always wondered this, and I think I know, but I don't know if I really know if I know. <laughs> What's the difference between a director and a producer? So the director is calling all the shots, right. but what is happening in front of the camera, <laughs> what's happening in front of the camera. Um, the producer gets the budget together, they raise all the money, they hire the crew, they they hire the casting director who hires the, the cast. Um, so the producer is really in charge of all the logistical things. Okay. Um, you can have a creative producer who will kind of help in those creative aspects, but I would say a majority of what director does is all the creative choices. The director is going to work with the production designer and be like, this is what I want the kitchen to look like. Okay. Like, let's make this happen. They're going to work side by side with the editor and they're going to be like, this is how I want the scenes to kind of flow into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but the producer is very, very important in finding that money and making sure the set runs smoothly and everything so like that. So if you're in the credits and it says executive producer, is that usually the person who's just puts the money up? Yes. That's okay. what I thought. Cause right like, on. Yeah, because it's when like we watch Murders in the Building. Mm-hmm. And that's all three of them. It's yeah. in Martin Short mm-hmm. and because they wanted to keep going so they're like okay we'll throw the money towards this because it's a project they want to keep working on so they're the executive producers who put the money and then the producer is the one who puts it but did you know Mm -hmm. that Adam Sandler's the executive producer of The Price is Right I did you just fun fact yeah I learned a lot just now yeah that's yeah. awesome. Good I, question. Good answer. That on our, when we were watching our tribute to Bob Barker. Yes. Oh. Yeah. It was good. A little thing. Come on. I wonder if he started doing that after Happy Gilmore. If that's I, where I they think, I think so. I think that they, they kind of tied it in because yeah. it's been that way for quite some time. Yeah. So. Sorry yeah. to digress. Uh, that, right. that, no, that's that's fine. We but, great yeah. answer. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Wait, I didn't finish. Don't finish what you're going to say is what I meant to say. Yes. Before I uh, interrupted you. Um, So I always knew that I wanted to explore the directing path as well. Um, 
So for my senior thesis to graduate, I directed a senior thesis, a, a film um, that will be coming out soon. Woo! Yes. Woo! Um, it's titled For Jamie. It's a comedy with horror aspects mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And um, my best friend Ashley Weirs wrote it because she was a dramatic writing student at SCAD. Um, and then one of my other best friends, Katrin Baum, she edited it. Um, nice. So yeah, I directed that and I then... <clears throat> I had to take a class where I had to direct another short film before I did that big one, and that is a short film about shrimp. Um, shrimp? <laughs> yes, shrimp. Like little... The Evie shrimp? Like <laughs> cocktail young. shrimp? Yes. Yep, but, but um, not a little shrimp. Uh, not, not a little man, shrimp. A jumbo shrimp. A man shrimp. dressed in a shrimp costume oh. um, promoting Bubba Gump shrimp. Yes! And that is what that short film is about. What nice. is the name of that one? Shellfish. Okay. Oh, don't, don't be, be selfish. selfish. So shellfish. Yeah. yeah. And this um, nurse is coming home from a late night shift. She's very tired. Yeah. And she's hallucinating that this man is a real shrimp, and what? she has a shellfish allergy, and she's stuck in this elevator with him. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So I also Uh-oh. directed that. Oh, I can't wait to <laughs> see it. Um, but I was hoping you'd say she was really hungry, be like, hmm. <laughs> and there's the horror sure. part. Yeah. yeah, that's the horror part. <laughs> but, um, I, of course, I would love to direct in the future for sure that is definitely going to be a lifelong goal of mine i just i really love directing well what too. happens though you're going to be around all these great people and stuff and somebody says brie you're just what we're looking for to be on this show or brie this is the face we want yes. you to be on this yeah you know yeah. so you would you would go back in front of the camera absolutely i had okay. to take a couple performing arts classes um for my casting minor you know so they you really understand like both sides of the exactly yeah. okay um and i loved it and i wish i did a little bit more acting in my college career well, but you know, i'm definitely joining an improv group ooh, nice. at some point in my life you so know good. that chrissy metz that was from um this is us this is us she was a casting director before she really wow Interesting. so who knows yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. of course i really love editing too i get that from my dad and so your next your next adventure is mm-hmm. taking you out to los angeles los angeles and uh. you will be working for who ABC. Wow. The television company. Is that also the right network? Uh, which is under Disney. Nice. Oh, Let's not all forget that ties together. company called Disney, shall we? I've never heard of it. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some people call it Maybe you can get Dicey? that selfish guy to Dicey? come work for you on that, too. It'll be a whole new series. The selfish guy. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> the Adventures, the adventures are selfish. Well, <laughs> definitely, I gotta, gotta focus on that. I mean, ABC, Dis- Disney. My daughter's gonna be interning for ABC Disney. So tell us about that. Tell us how that worked, how you got the the interview, how long it's going to be for, <laughs> is it a paid internship, and all, just go, yes. go, you go, girl. Okay, so it is a paid internship. <laughs> we love paid internships. I, I knew the answer to that, but I just wanted to. <laughs> no, it's always good just to hear it from yeah. her. Yeah. Um, yep. So I will be making money, um, and it will, it starts September 25th. Wow. Very Ooh. soon. So Shelly's birthday. Oh it is a gift to me that we you're going to have a lovely day. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Um, and then it ends on January 5th. But fingers it's crossed. It's the day before my birthday. What? what? So, so maybe on your birthday, they'll be like, Priyana, we love you so That's much. That's going to happen. Yeah. Come you work for us full time. Uh, I knew we could find a way to make this about us. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then her world premiere of her video is coming out on June 8th, uh, which is my birthday. Right. Perfect. <laughs> and oh, then it'll be yeah. her dad's birthday is when she's getting an Oscar. Oscar. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So <laughs> besides, so do you know what your job is going to be besides getting Panera for people? Besides what? Getting Panera for people. <laughs> she says those days are gone, dude. I get paid. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fun. have somebody getting my Panera. Right. <laughs> She'll be um, in the commissary with all the stars. If they oh, go back yeah, to yeah, work. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully they get back to work soon. Exactly. So right now it's a little bit up in the air what I will be working on. Okay. Um, a lot of it because it isn't a casting internship, so what a lot of it is talent focused. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, our Nobody writers and our actors are on strike right now for very good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of unsure what. Of what it will look like, but when I was interviewing with the team, they were talking about a really a lot of really really great projects that they're working on, like behind the scenes, okay. mm-hmm. um, and just like projects that focus on diversity and all that kind of great stuff. So I'm I'm just really really excited to work with the team. Um, they're such an incredible team, so I'm excited to do that. They, they probably got stuff so they can be ahead of the game. So exactly. when everybody gets back together, like bam, they're we're ready. ready. To Let's go. go. We're gonna yep. blow this up. Yeah, yeah. nice. And Lisa asked, I don't know if you covered this, and um, I was trying to cover a burp and I didn't hear it, but uh, did you, how did you get this interview for the internship? Yeah, so um, I just applied. <laughs> nice, and they You just like, dear ABC, like I'm real good. Yeah, well, they had, um, they, had a intern, they had two internships that I applied for. I got rejected for the first one, and then I was Ooh. like, you know what, I'm going to apply for the other one. Ooh, yeah. um, and I just, I got the interview, and... I've actually been applying to this internship for a couple years because um, they always have a summer intern as well. Okay. So I've been applying for it, and you know, I never kind of heard back. But this year, I heard back, and and it felt really, really, really awesome. Well, to it's because they looked through their your fifty two page portfolio and kind of went, <laughs> "I think this is our girl." They were like, "This girl's <laughs> applied a lot of times." So. Let's just throw her a bone. Nothing else is happening right now. No, no, honey, <laughs> you totally deserve it. Um, not to change anything but what did you think i know that uh drew barrymore has left the 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 strike and gone back to her show she says this show is important to me and she goes i'm in media now they're like no you're an actress Mm -hmm. you should be supporting Mm -hmm. us you know what do you think about that i mean just i mean i can see where she's coming from um but i can i can also see where the other people are coming from too and that's the gal that hosts uh um jeopardy she walked off off the set mm-hmm. and said, wow. I've got to go support my people. This is my like my secondhand mm-hmm. job. That's those mm-hmm. are my people. So yeah, that's your secondhand job. <laughs> <laughs> easy, hey, easy. Whoa. We have a young one on the show. No, she's yeah, over twenty one. So at least she's got a backup profession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think what a lot she'll of people in the um, I, I think what a lot of people don't realize is they aren't striking for actors like Bro- Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. They're not striking for our crisp pines or anything like that they're striking for the people who who you who you don't know their name of but they 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 play these really intra important parts in films and tv shows that you don't maybe recognize right. but they are not being paid fairly so i think which that's is great for those that magnitude magnitude excuse me of people to fight for them mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. that's because that, yeah. they were there once themselves yep. so they're right. like you know we exactly. were there we got to we got to support them so i think that's super duper mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. yeah and i said super duper super, <laughs> super, super <laughs> duper. like super duper yeah You're terrific yeah nice so hollywood's a little wonky right now but it yeah. is. i'm on my way well the thing is i think that <laughs> she's gonna cool, straighten it out folks right. i think that the cool thing is is that you know everybody thinks that covid was so horrible and stuff but you've had to go different directions because of what life has thrown in us and 
that's what life is all about mm -hmm. is that you do it but you've gotten thrown crazy ass shit you know and stuff i mean like i never had a pandemic when i was your age that i had to live through i never had a well i, I was never in hollywood but in my <laughs> mind in my hollywood mind i never had a writer strike that i had to go through and stuff like that that's big in mm -hmm. your and stuff yeah. but i feel like if anybody can get through it it'll be you well that's I what that's i amazing. that's kind of how i described her she's not going to stop and, no. you know, she's looking forward ahead she's already ahead of everybody else and going to go into this new job and be like, okay, this let's get this done. You yeah. know, let's get these people back. But yeah, you know, yeah. no, nothing keeps this kiddo down, man. I can't wait till we go out there. Yeah, yes. yeah, and we can. And we stay in that little bungalow that she little has. Bungalow. Like, here we yeah. brought you an air mattress. Yeah, yeah. in my bathroom. You know, it will be um, my birthday. Just yeah. in case, you know, so... What is your living situation? Are you going to have a roommate? Do you have a car? Uh, are you by the beach? What, what's it like? So I am living in this lovely woman's guest house um, in the Hollywood Hills, which is... I got really, really lucky with this place. Um, I'll tell a story of it in a second. But I'll be by myself in her guest house, and yes, I'll have my car out there. I'm going to awesome. drive it out there. Just... I cannot okay. get that fucking thing one more time. Hey, I, casting director, yeah. could you get us a podcaster that knows how to not make noise? Here's the big old deal. Bree's like, no, but she's good for the part. We'll keep her. Supposedly bumbling it in. I don't usually sit in the spot that I'm sitting. Yeah, because it's I'm, a little bit... Yeah. I'm letting Bree have my spot because she's prettier than me and we want to see your beautiful face. So I'm talking and I keep hitting the shmoosh thing. It's the, it's the headphone holder. It's called the thing. The thing. On the left. And so I am really sorry to all the podcasting people listening. It's, uh, you know what? I didn't even think about this either, Lisa. Who, who does Jason work for? Your cousin? My cousin works for Scooby Doo. She work. He works Whoa. for Scooby Doo. I think it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll what does he do up. over there? Uh, he is the exec, the ex, the producer of Scooby Doo. He puts the the show together. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, might be a good person hey, to know. Yeah, yeah, Jason Wyatt, he's my cousin, yeah, and stuff. So we will go out and visit you. Yeah, visit we'll him. go visit him, and then we'll say, hey, there's this great kid you need yeah. to meet. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, Perfect. and he'll be, he, would, he would probably be just impressed as hell with you. Before, yeah. before certainly, I want, I want her to go into this amazing story. She's been through some challenges. I mean, we, we spent her six-month uh, baby checkup during during 9/11 on 9/11. Oh my god! Oh, so just the other so day. She, she, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, we, we marked that just the other day. Six month checkup. You know, we didn't know what was going on. We're getting her rigged up. We're getting her going to the doctor. We were at the doctor. And we, we found out this this all happened to to our to our great country. And then on her way, you know, to to college, a hurricane delayed her. Had to cancel all the flights. We had to get her there. Twenty four hour drive. We got her to college. Next day, college started. And then COVID. And then, you know, all this stuff. So she's been through a lot. The resiliency of this child, her ability, her stead, head, head fast, uh, her steady forward drive is incredible. It's going to, it's going to, it will definitely get her there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She's got Eye the Tiger, baby. Yep. Nice. And, nice. and, 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 and with this, a smile on her face. Oh, no, always. She yeah. has uh, not an almost ne never a negative bone. There were times, of course, that she cussed me out a time or two. Oh, <laughs> right yeah. We won't go there. She was but, six. Hey! Yeah, no, but, but we're going to elaborate a little bit on, on how she found this home. I mean, all of a sudden yes. this la fell in her, to her lap. You got to be out here in three weeks. Oh, shit. Where am I going to live? Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah I okay. Was, I was freaking out. <laughs> um, and so I was like, okay, I got to post on every social media platform ever. Because I, I knew I had to sublease a place. I wasn't going to move everything out there and find an apartment and furnish that apartment in this amount of time 
Um, so I posted on Facebook and I was like, if anyone knows anyone in California that is like looking for a sublet, a lease, a subletter, subleaser. <laughs> yeah. Subletorian. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Somebody that'll crash at your pace and play for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I was like, please let me know. And this really, really sweet lady that I had cast in a SCAD film in my final year at SCAD was like, hey, like text me. I might have someone to connect you with. And so I texted her and she was like, yeah, my really, really great friend who was at, who I was an actress with and we waited tables with in New York lives in California now and I think she's looking for someone to sublease her guest house. And I was like, oh my God, okay. And so I reached out to that lady and she was like, yeah, I, I, I have a place that my daughter is moving out of that I'm looking for someone to sublease. So we connected and she was like, yeah, like this is what it looks like. And I was like, it looks amazing. Um, and she was really, really sweet. And so now I'm staying with her. And I was just like, if this is not a sign that mm -hmm. I, ha I should be in casting, that I'm meant to be in casting yes. because this lady that I cast reached yeah. out to me and was yeah. like... It's reach so out to this lady cute. yeah yeah and, and reap in what you sow you're just a good person and now you get to live in a place where you know you're safe yes because somebody that you know referred you yeah what a blessing yeah i'm very yeah. excited yeah well it sounds like you earned that that's great so awesome yay so what do you think is does, we'll just have a couple more questions and then you can add anything if you want to but what do you think is the most challenging thing being in this business man um I think specifically for casting directors, we are underappreciated. Um, there is no award for casting directors out there right now, except for the one that we have made ourselves, mm -hmm. uh, the Ardios Awards. Um, so I, I definitely think we are underappreciated. Um, we are also underpaid. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's a huge thing. But I mean, so many other people are so underpaid. So that is why we're striking. And so... I, I really hope that the actors and writers are get get what they ask for, and and it begins to kind of come down the line of fair pay for everyone. There you go. Yeah. Um. So I think that's a huge thing. But every person that I've had the opportunity to talk to, they they say that that we are underappreciated, and we are underpaid, but they love what we do, mm -hmm. and that's what keeps them going. And they the the lives that they have changed. That's, I was going to say, what's the most rewarding? Yeah. So probably changing yeah. lives. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I would say that's probably the hardest part of specifically what I'm going into. I think there's there's so much more um, that still has to change in Hollywood, but we are on a good path and it, a, lo steps, a lot yeah. of good <laughs> things have happened. Cool. Um, Planting seeds. But yeah, I definitely think the best, most rewarding part is being able to change lives. And just one last question. This is very, very, very important. Yes, I will cast you in Wicked. I've <laughs> <laughs> got another question, too, when you're done. But yes, so this ahead. is not the last question. <laughs> Second to last Second question. Second to next question. I want to be casted in Selfish. <laughs> <laughs> selfish? Or I want to have... It's the man witch movie. Yeah. Oh, that'll get you more of like a supporting. supporting. <laughs> I'll do anything. Yeah. He's, he's a supporting role in his own movie. Yeah. I, have a guy, I have a guy playing me. Yeah. <laughs> I found someone a little meatier. Yeah. <laughs> no, my question is. When you're going out to Hollywood or whatever, and all the people are coming through this, I say, I don't know how this, I just, I, I picture you're in a building <laughs> with stars coming in and out. I don't know. But let's just say all right, all you right, can right. meet one person 
and only one oh person who is in the industry right now, who would it be? Just one person. Oh my gosh. Man witch. You're oh, trying to no. met you. No. <laughs> That's a hard question. Thanks. Um, Male or female? I, Which doesn't I, matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Cool. Well, I was trying to help her. I know. <laughs> Hmm. She went in. She did. Oh, you know, she came in. This, and is, she... this is a recent <laughs> choice. Uh-huh. Um, her name is Ayo Edabiri. She is up and coming. She has been in so many things this year. The Bear. It's on. It's on oh, HBO. Oh, okay. Is she the the her, uh, the girl that's underneath him. Yes. Uh, the color the girl. Yep. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, I love her. And she, I, she's in a few different things, and I'm like blown away by this gal. She she's voiced, wonderful. Um, the main character who isn't one of the turtles in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. She, she's starring in the new movie Bottoms, which is really great. Um, and I just think we'd be best friends. She was in Black Mirror. We just saw yeah. She yeah, she just did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she was a phenomenal. I would like to meet her because um, then we could be best friends. Right. And, and you we can relate to her. You're like, yeah. 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 No, and, that's awesome. And we'd be besties. Oh, and I, I would that give answer. her that's a great answer. Show, come Hug. on the show, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Hey, hey, I, got, I got a podcast. How do you say your name again? Ayo Edabiri. Ayo Is that two names or is that one? Sorry. Her first name is Ayo. 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 Or I think it's Ayo. Yeah. Or it's Ayo. I don't know. I think it's Ayo. And okay. her last name is Edabiri. Okay. Iowa Edabiri. Iowa. She's from Iowa. Did you Did you watch the bear? Yeah. Is that not just a crazy damn show? Yes, the first season was kind of like, mm, but man, when they got to that family oh dinner and everything, that's when that show exploded yeah. and I was like, I'm in. I'm in, yeah. I'm in love. Isn't with it you. funny that it's nominated for a comedy? Yeah, that's so dramatic. It's funny though, but yeah, and I mean, there's funny parts, but it's definitely. But not. Jamie Lee yeah, Curtis just dude. stole just everything like, in that. Who they cast as the kitchen workers uh-huh. whenever i watch that show i'm like this is a kitchen yes. these are not it's actors real. they have yeah. never stepped foot yeah. in hollywood and, uh, you know he yeah. went he went and worked in a kitchen for mm-hmm. yeah. so he could learn how to God, do everything i'd love to meet him too Jeremy yeah Mellon he's White. a great guy yeah. i'd love to lick him yeah. what are you oh. wow oh my God. <laughs> i'm right here dude. i don't care that's okay i don't care i don't so care pretty. i mean yeah. good golly Miss. Bl- he's, he's not as cute in the bear as he was in Shameless. Yeah. But well, he's more naked in Shameless. So. He was. Yeah. Nary a shirt to be found. That's true. Yes. <laughs> so shameless. People just running around in their socks. Right. Yep. And he went from Irish to Italian. Indeed. That's funny. Yeah. That's, that's a good actor. Right well, he's there. a method actor. Yeah. Next yeah. he's going to be black and then he's yeah. going to. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. She says no. 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 If I happen. could focus on our guest for another minute. But to yeah. your point, uh, in the new Snow White 100th anniversary thing, the little people are pissed off because they're hiring grown actors to play the seven dwarves are you kidding me it's another story for another time uh but brie three things now that you brought it up is bottoms about butt stuff What's just curious if she said lesbian if you were listening oh. okay oh. Yep, yeah she's there's a show called butt butt stuff, by the way. <laughs> she does I, I just like to say butt stuff are better than butt stuff yeah, yeah. sure she, she well, loves more to say accessible. Butt stuff. it's a great movie certainly okay yeah um i'm amazed and shocked that casting directors don't have an award that they didn't give themselves i am going to be the first casting director. yes you are <laughs> nice so <laughs> that brings me to question number Oscar. two you said the the one that you guys made for yourselves is the arterius award Artios. Artios. what does that mean <laughs> okay, we'll look that up. Yes. We'll, well, yeah. It'll be in the afternoon. Give it a goop. Yeah. And then um, number three or number one, depending on if you're going backwards or forwards, was uh, 
I think that this would be the best compliment if I were you or a casting director of anybody in the world. So just not trying to make it about me, but to relate. So uh, I've worked in restaurants and bars my whole life. And my biggest compliment is like if I'm somewhere where nobody knows who I am in regards to the restaurant, like in the bathroom or whatever, and they're like, I am having so much fun or that salad was so great or whatever. And I'm like, that was me, even <laughs> though I didn't make the salad. Uh -huh. I take all the credit. Mm -hmm. But I like hearing people talk about my product or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. So could you imagine, because we talk about casting directors all the time, it's like, wow, that was perfectly cast, or they could have done this different. Or, and, and to be able to hear that with people not knowing that that's you, it, the awards are from the people that know and mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. but that's going to be really cool when you are big and famous and stuff, to be able to hear people go, man, that was just perfect. Could you imagine anybody else in that part. role? Right. Yeah. Never, never, never. And you'd be like, so what a gift. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. You're like, that was me. That was me. Awesome. That's all. That's yeah, my three yeah, questions. Nice. Butt stuff. Butt stuff. Butt stuff. <laughs> yeah, Shelly's got to always throw butt stuff in there. Thank you so much. That was so oh, interesting. Man, that was amazing. Yeah, Just super, super, super interesting. Thank you for being here. Of course. And An we honor. I can't wait till we have her back in January so we can hear more of your, your tales. Because I know people are going to want to hear more about you. Because yeah. you are probably one of the most fascinating I know, I like guests I we've so had many more things to It'll say. be yeah. wonderful women of winter. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited yeah. for that. Lisa's just got all this If you do anything with this episode, remember her name, right? Yes. Yes. Remember her exactly. name. Romero. It's, um, Look for the Brianna with a capital A in the middle. There you go. <laughs> nice. So look for you that can ask my dad credits. about that one. When you yes. see the credits, you go, oh, there we have a capital A. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Yay. Brianna with a capital A. Yep. Romero. That is my name. We will be back with, uh, what you talking about? What? What you talking about? What you talking about? Huh? A brown eyed girl. We used to sing sha la 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 just like that sha la 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 Welcome back, witches. That was a phenomenal time with our good friend Brianna Romero, up-and-coming superstar of Hollywood, La La Land. Do they call it La La Land? Or not really? No, nobody does that. Um, well, now we know. You heard it from the insiders. No. Um, but we've come to the segment of the show that you've all come to know and love and get all of your news source from, and that is Witch You Talking About. And I want to tell you guys what I'm talking about today. And I usually do, it seems like 80% of the time, some sort of quirky animal story. Well, today's no different. But this is, <laughs> this, this is an animal-ish that we, we think it's an animal. But uh, if it's real. So, the largest Loch Ness monster hunt in 50 years is underway in the Scottish Highlands. So, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the early 70s when we were kiddos, mm -hmm. you know, the Loch Ness was a big deal, and Bigfoot, and um, I don't know that, who was the chick? Patty Hearst, Sasquatch. Patty uh, Hearst, it's not because <laughs> <laughs> which of these things is not like the other. You know, Sasquatch. She's not a furry. Patty Hearst. <laughs> She's not. Furry Hearst. <laughs> 
She's a real I'm just person. saying it was, it was a news was, item around yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah. Around that time. <laughs> he stuck her right in between Bigfoot and <laughs> the Obama Is she snowman. real? Is that Patty Hearst? Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Charles Manson, Bigfoot, <laughs> Patty Hearst. So the Loch Ness Monster Lovers come together for the biggest hunt in 50 years. Volunteers will convene in the Scottish Highlands armed with drones hydrophones and other technologies so now they can put stuff underwater that goes and it'll listen and it'll hear little nessie and um, they can unveil the mysteries of what's under the famous lock so anyway pay attention to that going on right now um, because people are super into it roughly a hundred volunteers will participate in person while many others will keep watch online every morning organizers will brief the group and provide instructions now Okay, a couple things here. First of all, this is from Smithsonian Magazine. But, uh, okay, let's say they find her. Then what? <laughs> and 50 years, how long did Nessie's live? Or is this Nessie 3.0? Yeah. We don't know. And, and then if it's that big, how come it's never never been seen like before? Like sonar come and stuff. They, that's, I mean, they can find they found shy. a freaking Titanic. For, you know? They found I the Titanic. Like cameras. <laughs> I'm going to hide. I, oh, I don't know, but that's what I'm talking about. Well, nice. there you go. Um, I'm going to be a little selfish about what I'm talking about. Um, my granddaughter, uh, Charlie, who I call Chuck, has started playing soccer. And the funny thing about it is he, my son signed her up for soccer, and uh, they go, and they're like, okay. He goes, well, I'll, I'll volunteer, you know, I'll help out and stuff. They're like, great, you're the coach. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> I just wanted to bring sliced oranges and stuff like that. I'm now the coach. So, so he's the coach. So she had her first game last Saturday. And she scored the first goal of the game. And so I happened to be talking to talking to him last night, but he had me on speaker. And I go, so I heard Chuck scored the first goal of the game. And she pipes and she goes, yeah, it's real easy, Papa. <laughs> and I'm like, and Brett goes, yeah, uh-huh. So... We got a but, little Pele on her hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just comes easy to her. But mm-hmm. he was so cute. He goes, yeah. She goes. He goes. She was a little jealous of all the other kids because I'd have one that get conked in the head, and I'd have to run out, and I got a crying kid, and I'd pick her up. And she'd be like, "That's my daddy." And he goes, "I got my daughter crying, then I'm picking up a crying baby." And he goes, "I just hold the kid up in the air and goes, whose is this?'" You know, and run it over. Because they're only four. Yeah. So, oh, so this, yeah. but but I thought it was just the cutest thing. When she she said she pipes up, she says, "It was easy, Papa." So I think I may have a little uh, uh, soccer star, but I told him, I said, well, you know, now that she learns the, the, the game of soccer, it's going to help her when she starts playing hockey. Sure. You know, she'll, mm-hmm. she'll know a little bit more yep. of that. And he goes, and she goes, yeah, I am playing hockey. That's you know, right. So she's not afraid of nothing. No. So that's, that's what my, uh, what you're talking about is about is uh, gloating on my Chuck because that's one. my girl. Okay. So my, what you're talking about is, um, so here, here's the thing. Daryl's sick of hearing this and stuff, and Shelly might be at this point too, but you guys haven't heard it. So You got to I see go. Duran Duran, all right? No, 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 that's not it. Oh. So the other day, I'm on Facebook, and um, I'm on this Facebook page, like it's called like um, Recommendations for True Crime Podcasts or something along that line. Anyways, somebody was asking about you know, what are you listening to, blah, blah, blah. And so I had written, like, my five favorite true crime podcasts that I'm listening to, one being um, a new one that I'm listening to called The Survivor Squad. Anyways, next thing I know, I get a friend request, and I, Daryl didn't know who it was at the time, but then I made him watch the Dateline, and I wrote Shelly, and I said, (laughs) oh my God, do you know who Tara Newell is? And Shelly goes, 
um, no, I don't, unless you're talking about the girl who killed Dirty John. And I was like, that's her. She friend requested me. So I get a friend request from Tara Newell, who is the um, host of Survivor Squad. If anybody has, um, I would say that Dirty John was the most popular podcast right after Serial. Um, it was huge. And um, if you've ever listened to it, um, spoiler alert, Tara kills, and this is real life, yeah, guys. Yeah. This is a real life person. She killed John Mayhem um, at the end, well, at his end <laughs> and stuff. And she did it because she watched um, The Walking Dead. So she stabbed she him goes, in the eye. <laughs> I knew where to stab him so that mm-hmm. it would kill. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, yeah she's, and to give some context, she's a tiny person and he was yeah, a huge, yeah, big, a asshole, big scary man yes. with a knife. Yeah. And he was coming after her. Yes. And he attacked her in a parking garage and she grabbed his knife and ended up killing. I did it again. <laughs> I talked too much it with my hands. It doesn't matter where <laughs> she sits. I know. They moved me and <laughs> I still did Italian. it again. <laughs> Yes, Italian. So we're besties now. That's basically nice. the thing. That's amazing. But she's a hero. She, yeah, she, she, because she was like, thank you so much. Um, I'll listen to your podcast. And she was like, thanks for listening to mine. And then we've kind of talked here and there. So anyways, when I wrote Shelly that whole thing that I showed, I like sent Shelly like a screenshot of her asking me to be a friend and like our conversation or whatever. And Shelly said, I think that that's really awesome, but you may be being true crime fished. True crime fished. <laughs> I was like, we're a vulnerable uh, part of the population. What if people are just like, I'm going to take advantage of these middle-aged biddies and just like pretend I'm in a true crime thing? It, it's and some 13-year-old like, oh, boy. Donate to my whatever. She's been stalking me for so, or the the person's been stalking me so long. They know I love true crime, so they're like, who am I going to pretend like I am? Oh, anyways, but no, it's actually really her because now we're besties, so it's fine. And it, it works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and stuff. So, anyways, I was just really, really jazzed about that. I'm like totally like fangirl geeking out. So, um, in my true crime. Anyways, she asked me if I was going to go to CrimeCon, and I'm not, but I said I wanted to go to Obsessed Fest, which she will be at. And where Uh, are both of those things? CrimeCon is in Florida, and it's in the beginning of October. Okay. And Obsessed Fest is in Dallas, Dallas. and it's at the end of October. And she will be at Obsessed Fest. She'll be at both, but she's going to be at Obsessed Fest, which I'd rather go to because it's all my favorite True Crime podcasters. It's our our peeps, man. Yeah. So I'm still kind of working on that because I'm, I'm trying to see if we can clean toilets for like free um passes to get in if you volunteer stuff they'll let you go yeah Yeah, if you volunteer like for two days they'll give you or a day they give you a full pass for the whole day that makes sense corinna volunteered to go to burning man right she's a medic there exactly so uh, is survivor squad strictly about her story or she has all survivors on so i um i know you listen to true crime obsessed yeah so did you hear the one um with culture landry keep talking um, his dad murdered his mom and then buried her under the new house he bought for his girlfriend. Oh, that's oh. in poor taste. Yes. Um, he was like 12 <laughs> and then he like testified against his own father. Wow. And he is the co-host of Survivor Squad. Oh. So since they're both survivors, uh-huh. they do it together. He is gore. Just well, so she did. They fall no, in love and get married. No, they both have their own people. Ah. Yeah, but he is—he is totally gorgeous, and um, it, which means nothing to anything other than they do the podcast together, and they have other people on that have survived um, gruesome things. So mm. the ones I've listened to both of their stories now, right. and um, then they're having more people I and see. stuff. So they it, could it's survived trauma. 
Yeah, it's relatively new, but you really know, good. if Brianna was in charge of that thing, they would be together, yeah. and then they would end up, and then they'd have a baby shrimp. Right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how that, that would be show perfect. would go. Perfect. Yes. Okay. So that's Sign what you're talking up. about. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Well, we'll be back with our next segment. 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 Yeah. It's a uh, which which is it? Yeah. Way to go. Or is it? Time for the Witch Witch Minute. And we decided that since Paul is here with us today, we're not going to spin the wheel. We're not going to spin the wheel. We're going to make him Lay do it. Right on. Him. We totally did this off the cuff and made him decide <laughs> that he has to talk for only one minute about whatever he, he wants, wants to, to or recap the show. So, Shelly set the timer and Paul, take it away. Most certainly, uh, you can't be um, prouder to certainly be part of. This amazing podcast, first and foremost. I mean, you've heard it here today. You heard it for 37 episodes, 38 episodes for season three. It's just a great, great part uh, of my life, and I'm so proud to be a part of this, a small part of this team. Uh, most, and secondly, my daughter, Brianna Romero. Um, I, I am, I am, you know, you're, you can, you can hope your children do great things. They, they keep their nose clean. They stay out of trouble. They, they keep above ground for. An extended period of time, and 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 you can only hope that um, <laughs> that they that they make you proud and do great things. I don't know where that went, but uh, <laughs> I can I can edit that out. No, it's no, no, it's no, 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 proud. You you can only hope the best for your children. Yes, and my child has has proven to me that I did something right in this life. Nice, you beautiful. Know, I'm very proud of her. Yeah, you still got to get going. Talking. You got more time. Not really. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, the, I had my volume down, but yes, it, it's over. I have to say also yeah. that you always want your kids to do better than you. And that, that's what that's I, yep. the main thing, and it's, she has proven that in such a short time. I mean, not She's that you done haven't done so great much things. better than you, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> she has the bar your dick in the she dirt. She thinks we're <laughs> setting the bar so low. <laughs> yeah, and that's what she, she's done. Breathe, like, I can I just breathe. And, no. <laughs> She can fart and she has success. <laughs> hey, you watch it there. It's like, that was the pants. best smelling fart I've ever. Year, her farts are amazing. Didn't she, yeah. did she just like I whip? I saw a rainbow. I know. But they the smell like baby powder. Oh, yes. She's amazing. Uh, well, that was good, Paul. Thank it you. It was. And we really do appreciate you. You are not a small part of the show. We couldn't do it without no. you. Uh-uh. And I'm so glad that you were both here today. And I got to meet little Bree finally. Little Bree's big Bree now. She's doing mm-hmm. big girl stuff. And... And uh, we 
love you, Paul. We love you, Bree. And that's all I got. And what are you going to do? I'm going to stay classy. Nope. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm going to stay Hollywood. Yes. No, I'm going to stay witchy, my friend. Stay witchy.